Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. On today's show, AGT Foods has received a proposal for privatization from a group that includes its president and CEO, Murad Al-Khatib. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougal Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougalauction.com. Filling in for Jim Smalley, this is Ryan McNally. AGT Foods could be a private company as a management group, including its president and CEO, Murad Al-Khatib, has offered a privatization proposal. The proposal would require the management group to acquire 37% of common shares from their owners, $18 each. Before the proposal, the management group owns 17% of the company. Professor at Edwards School of Business, Brooke Dobney, says... The management group will be buying the shares at a premium. They think probably that this company is perhaps undervalued at this point in time. I mean, the stock price of a company is determined by profitability plus growth, potential minus risk. So right now, their shares are probably trading at fairly low numbers with respect to price. The board of directors at AGT have put together an independent committee to consider the deal with no timeline in place for a decision. More on 2018 crop hail insurance as we continue our feature with Rodney Shetler, Chief Executive Officer at Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance. For our perspective, our business this year is up from what we've estimated. 2018 is actually the biggest year in our company's history. We've insured over 16 million acres and the liability for us is $2.4 billion. So for SMHI, it's been a record year. Are farmers considering hail insurance uh, an important part of risk management these days? You, you pretty much uh, need to have at least some of it? Well, I would definitely think so. You know, with the cost of production and everything that's going on in the farm world, you know, the rate of return is higher now than it's historically been. If you go back 15, 20 years, hail insurance was a bit of a tougher sell. Nowadays, with the way equipment costs are, rental agreements, all of that, you need to protect your investment. And SMHI is here to do that. We're a farmer-operated entity, and we have the best interests of the farmer at heart. So we're very pleased with our product, and the support we get from our insurance is unprecedented, basically. Sask Municipal Hail Insurance, you're putting out a, a weekly map that really gives us a good idea which uh, townships are, are seeing the most damage. Oh, for sure. The, what we do is once a week, so for instance, we'll take the week of the 1st to the 7th, we have a map that goes by township for Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and it's going to show all the readers where the hail is. And it's not necessarily the severity, but where we have the concentrations of hail. So you're going to see a township, say the red is where we have the most hail. Traditionally, where you have the most hail, you can assume that the severity is the highest. But those maps will be published weekly, and they're out there for the public. So you can look at us on Twitter. I believe our handle is SMHI at Municipal Hail, and likewise at Facebook. So the maps are going to be posted weekly. They're great informational maps. They'll give you some idea of what's going on. And as a listener, as a buyer, you've got to realize in Saskatchewan it hails every single day in July, two-thirds of the day in August. So hail is a big risk to the producer out there. And August 1 is the last day we can sell it. So if you haven't been insured yet, now is probably a good time. Are you seeing uh, people buying a little bit more? You mentioned before the, the sales were up. Uh, uh, a few uh, hailstorms in, in June probably don't hurt business. No, they definitely don't. I think it woke everybody up. Like The sales this year happened a week earlier than normal. So normally we don't really start writing hail insurance till about the 5th of June. This year, the last week of May, we were going gangbusters. Things were all out. And what our, if you look at our business this year, the big change is we added probably another six, 700,000 acres to our book because we're always around $15 million. And the, the big change is the indemnity. Like farmers are buying more per acre. 
so that tells us they're like, they want to protect their risk. They want to protect their investment. Rodney Shetler is the chief executive officer at Saskatchewan Municipal Hale Insurance. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Egg Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. FarmLink Marketing Solutions conducted the inaugural Grain World Crop Tour this week to get a better handle on potential crop yields in Western Canada. They saw plenty of crop variability, but nothing that would measure out to as a disaster. In fact, FarmLink ended up increasing its yield estimates for a number of crops, including canola and wheat. Neil Townsend is FarmLink Marketing Solutions' senior analyst. He went from Regina to Swift Current, north to Kindersley and Unity, and then east to Saskatoon. We saw, you know, a little bit of variability out there. I mean, definitely the more southern portions looked like they could use some rain, thinner stands for the Durham uh, there. But as you got kind of continue to proceed north, the stands got better, the heads looked bigger and uh, better moisture. Canola, lots of canola. There was uh, more canola fields even than we maybe thought, but, but a lot of canola. But generally speaking, the canola looked pretty good. And again, the stuff in the south, is it's done flowering and the pods are setting. As you go north, there's still more flowering, but good potential out there for the canola for sure. Have you readjusted your estimates uh, pre-tour, post-tour based on uh, what you saw for canola? Yeah, we uh, we took canola up about almost four bushels in an acre, maybe three and a half bushels an acre. So we definitely, uh, the sum total of all the different vehicles and all the different routes that we went, we just saw continually kind of canola that exceeded our pre-tour estimates and, and we've adjusted accordingly. Is it handling the, the drier weather better or what's your assessment there? There's probably a little bit more variability in the planting time of the canola too and some are at different stages. So, you know, if you told me that the canola had upside and downside from here, I'd agree with you and it, it still needs some timely rains and that kind of thing. But I think just uh, it might be also varieties too. There are a lot of pods on the plants and, uh, you know, if the pods equal potential, there's a lot of potential there. And I mean, uh, didn't see too much canola that immediately said to you that it was stressed by the lack of water. It looked fairly good. On the macro point of view then, you, you crunched the numbers. What are we looking at for your estimate of total canola production in Western Canada? Yeah, well, it's going to be a record number, and I think the bigger bottom line is just that it points to kind of a the pre-tour we had a pretty tight ending stocks, and post-tour we had a, a little bit kind of a heavier ending stocks. So we're not quite as bullish as we are on canola, and I, I think the key thing is is it's just reverted canola back from a production story to a demand story and the key variable is going to be you know just how much do the Chinese take in light of all the trade tensions and all that kind of stuff and I mean we're pretty sure it's going to be a record amount we're just not sure is it going to be four and a half million or five and a half million and it's that million ton kind of uh, unknown that really is going to drive prices for canola in 2018-19. Uh, is that the big difference right now not only for canola but for all crops not knowing what the demand is out there based on the, the trade situation? Yeah, I mean, I think the trade situation weighs heaviest in the oil seeds because soybeans is the number one kind of thing walking around with a target on its back. I think the trade tensions, they cloud everything, but I think they have less influence on world wheat, for example, and world wheat dynamics just on their own are getting interesting and probably favorable for an exporting country like Canada. The Grain World Tour estimated an average Western Canadian cannoli yield of 41.9 bushels an acre, which is larger than the five-year average. After the tour, FarmLink bumped its wheat yield estimate to 54.4 bushels. That's slightly better than last year and greater than the five-year average. 
Townsend says future wheat prices are looking positive. We saw a little bit of variance, but we just saw, you know, um, a good potential out there. And we did raise the wheat estimate, uh, our yield estimate, by three or four bushels as well. We saw quite a bit of wheat, so canola and wheat acres kind of maybe took away from the pulses because the pulses have such, a, you know, a dynamics right now with world trading because of India's, uh, you know, tariff situation on pulses. But, yeah, the wheat looked good. And I just think it's it, like the wheat, we ended up with uh, probably an extra million and a half tons of wheat from pre-tour to post-tour but right away it's just like good news because you just slide that into the supply and demand balance and you, and you know like there's going to be the export demand for it things still look quite good on wheat and i still see uh, upside for wheat prices and it's going to be a big story of just like how much and how well do our logistics work this year because there's going to be the demand for the wheat from canada is the reason for that demand the, the fact that the the crops aren't as big in that uh, black sea region that's one of the big things. I mean, we've seen Russia with downside, Ukraine with downside, uh, but also, uh, you know, um, European unions had downside. And critically for Canada, there's a bit of a drought situation going on in uh, the eastern part of Australia. It just so happens to be centered on the region of Australia that produces the type of wheat that most directly competes with Canada's best wheat. And I mean, it looks like it, it could be, I've heard numbers as low as 16 million tons for the production in Australia. I mean, there's a long way to go. The Australian wheat sits in the ground for a long long time but but there's definitely been a lot of damage there and it's going to be hard for them to pull off 20 million tons or 21 million tons so that's beneficial for Canada we should pick up you know a million tons right there of business just because the Aussies don't have the wheat. Any uh, disease issues that uh, popped up uh, in your travels? You know, uh, a little bit on the eastern legs, we heard, uh, you know, some of the peas had some uh, some problems in Manitoba, but uh, for the most part, you know, the lack of uh, moisture, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It, it means that maybe there could be more potential there if it rained a bit harder and there was better moisture reserves, but we didn't see really much sign of obvious, evident, just visual inspection disease. And, and really, I mean, one of the big surprises was just like, I didn't see any bugs. I started to get bit by mosquitoes in Unity, but, uh, you know, I didn't like that. But uh, the fact of the matter is that we just didn't see bugs or, or disease on all, uh, most of the crops. In addition to canola and wheat, FarmLink has raised its yield estimates for peas up four bushels to just over 40 bushels an acre and Durham up two to 39 bushels an acre. Townsend says all estimates are based on normal weather between now and harvest completion. The story so far has kind of been timely rains. So if we want to just assume that the near future is the same as the recent past, we're going to see some more kind of timely rains that are going to get this crop over the finishing line. If it doesn't rain, then, you know, we could see the yields that we're expecting go down 5 to 10%. And then probably like worst case scenario is that we don't get rain, but then right at harvest, we start getting pounded with uh, rain and like a lot of moisture that you don't need that will deteriorate the quality. You know, I think if we can just get this kind of like slightly above average uh, a crop or slightly above trend crop to the finish line without a lot of uh, excess moisture at harvest time, it would be beneficial. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. It sponsored the inaugural Grain World Western Canadian Crop Tour this week. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall's Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall's Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com.
Here are the latest Viterra grain prices. Durham unchanged at 254.59. Feed barley unchanged at 172.63. Canola is up 20 cents to 466.44. Flax unchanged at 482.42. Oats up 29 cents to 151.06. Yellow peas unchanged at 221.54. Feed wheat unchanged at 175.44. And number one red spring wheat up 232 to 244.53. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia at 642-4180 or Weyburn at 842-4574. This is Graham Barnett with the Market Report Heartland Livestock here in Moose Just under 200 cattle on offer at our Tuesday regular sale. This cow market maybe looked like a buck or two stronger on these top-end cows. 89 to 96 gets them top cows. Sales right up close to a buck on the right kind. These medium cows are going to bring anywhere from 78 right up to 88. Good bulls traded from $1.05 right up to $1.19. Not a lot of them on offer this week. Very few yearlings, but what you few yearlings are out there are selling to a strong, strong demand. For more market information, you can give Heartland Moose Jaw a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Ham's Market Commentary for Friday, July 27th. Ham sold 6,200 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 156 to 175 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,600 head, selling a range of 152 to 172 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, July 27th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 167.94, Ham's Cash, 166.44, Thunder Creek Brickle, 179.95, and High Life, $174.05 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 13 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3065. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.55 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated cash markets were down about $1.30 hundredweight in yesterday's trade, but packer margins were squeezed even further, as the pork carcass cutout dropped more than double this amount. Packers have cut their bids by more than 20% over the past month, a counter-seasonal trend that is rooted in export market uncertainty. Despite gains seen in early trade yesterday, the October and December contracts were unable to maintain their strength throughout yesterday and lost more than $3 a hundredweight from their highs. The Canadian dollar rallied to its highest level more than a month, dropping about $2.50 per CKG off prices over the last week. Farm weather is next on Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore Yorkton and Watchers New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans, and brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 306-352-1866. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather forecast, a mix of sun and cloud for today, 30% chance of showers, the high 24, the low 11. Tomorrow, mix of sun and cloud, 30% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, the high 25, the low 11. Sunday, sunshine, the high 28, the low 13. Monday, sunshine, the high 31, the low 13. Tuesday, sunshine, the high 25, the low 11. Wednesday, mix of sun and cloud, high 23, the low 13. Thursday, mix of sun and cloud, the high 26. Normal high for this time of year is 26 degrees. The normal low is 11. The sun rose this morning at 519. The sun will set tonight at 851. Around the province this hour, Estevan mostly cloudy and 21. Prince Albert partly cloudy and 21. Saskatoon mostly cloudy and 23. Swift Current mostly cloudy and 20. Weyburn mostly cloudy and 22. Yorkton cloudy and 22. 
In Moose Jaw, partly cloudy, wind is calm, it's 23 degrees. In Regina, mostly cloudy, southwest wind at 7, barometric pressure is falling, it's 22 degrees. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture for today. For Jim Smalley, this is Ryan McNally.